What's up? Welcome to the Wire Podcast. Uh, we're excited. I'm excited to be here. Um, we got Thomas here today. What's up? We're doing the first podcast episode we've done in a while. It's been a minute since we've done a podcast. Uh, but yeah, today we're gonna be talking about the NFL, college football. Then pos- quite possibly we'll get into the MLB. The playoffs start tonight at like in like literally 20 minutes. Yeah, it's a wild card. Well, you'll probably be listening to this on Wednesday. It's wild card. Tuesday as we're recording this. Yeah, it is Tuesday, so obviously starts uh pretty soon. But yeah, starts in like 20 minutes. It's who is it? It's um, it Nationals Brewers. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, let's start off NFL. So this weekend, um, some interesting stuff happened. How about those Falcons, though? Yeah, right. yeah let's, let's talk about the Falcons. Start let's start off with that. Uh, the Falcons. Oh boy, it's it's time to start losing. Time to start. Time to rebuild. Okay, I don't know if you know this. You may not. Or I don't know if you can vouch for me. I know Brian can. So if we need to, we can get Brian to come down here. Okay. I have been saying. That the Atlanta Falcons should yes, be built. Yes, I can vouch for you. For you. Like for you like, said that for like a year. For, a, a, for, year. for a minute, it's <laughs> been a, it's been a minute. I've been I have been just I bro. I've been saying that we should rebuild for about a year. I think I started saying this um, after we lost to Philadelphia in the playoffs. Yeah. And twenty eighteen. You lost to Nick Foles. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, was it? It wasn't last year. It was. Was uh, it last year? No, it was not last year. Last year was the, the, year was before the garbage that. season where everybody got injured. That's it was, right. It was yeah, 20, we missed the playoffs. Yeah. So it was the year before that. Twenty what? Seventeen. Twenty season. Twenty eighteen postseason. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. I was thinking for some reason twenty seventeen was the year we lost the Super Bowl. No, that no that's twenty sixteen. Yes. Yeah. After that, I mean. Our window closed then, I thought. I mean, I really thought that our, our Super Bowl window closed then. Um, and that we should have, that we needed to rebuild then. And uh, we should have, like, traded Matt Ryan. I think I think we should have traded Matt Ryan a while back. The, yeah. Like, back then. Yeah, you're saying, like, right after the Philly loss, you think Matt Ryan shipped off somewhere? Yeah, like, our, re- our window was done, closed. And I, I don't think it was necessarily closed. I think, I think it was closed. I didn't think it was closed, but then when all the injuries happened, it just it just was tough. Was I tough. thought like that was kind of the end, and then and then the injuries happened. Yeah, maybe that was the beginning of the end. Yeah, the the injuries happening. I thought that's when it was like okay, they're done. This is it. Falcons are done. Because so. Matt Ryan had a great season, and if we were healthy, we could have. We could have had success that season. But yeah, our windows closed. And I, I don't understand why we don't why we won't just rebuild. Like it's obvious that we are not going to be contending for a Super Bowl. Our defense isn't good. Our secondary's not good. Our defensive line's pretty good. Yeah. Um our pass rush isn't great. Our run defense is surprisingly okay. Solid. Yeah. Y'all I mean, man, y'all kept Derrick Henry in check. I mean, but also Derrick Henry is, in my opinion, not that great of a back. He's only good when he, like, has outside runs. Right. When he's, like, trying to get yards up the middle. I mean, yeah. he, he ended up having 100 yards against y'all, but it, it was on, like, 27 carries. Yeah. So, it didn't feel like it, though. Yeah. But, I mean, but they were, like, 27 carries. That's a lot right. of carries. In a yeah, game. That, that is a ton of carries. Yeah, our secondary has been all I – mean, oh, our man. secondary – I don't remember the, when's the last time we had a good secondary. Yeah, AJ Brown just completely like ripped 
Desmond Trufant in half. Yeah, like he ate Trufant. I mean, he only had three catches, but literally three catches, two touchdowns. I've been a Trufant hater for years. Yeah, I've been a, I've been a true I've been a Trufant hater for years. Like I cannot stand this dude. I I hate watching him play the game of football. Okay, let's talk about Mariota for a second, because this is the first game. I really feel like I don't. I, I'm not gonna say that I've like legitimately watched Mariota a lot, but when I have watched Mariota, he has not looked good. He has looked like a complete and utter bust, being the number two overall pick back in 2015, I think. Right. And yeah, having so much hype around him, he was gonna be the savior of the Titans. I mean, hey, they made the playoffs a couple times. You know, I'm not gonna knock on him for that. But this is the first time I think I've ever watched Mariota like sit back in the pocket. And just throw dots. You can do that against Atlanta secondary. That is true. I will, Yeah, I give. I'll give him that. He he was throwing against. No, he looked good. One of, the, one of the worst secondaries. He looked really good. Like he, he had that ball. throw to. Um, I mean, his best throw was to AJ Brown on that fade route. On the fade. That the was back of the end zone. that was yeah. a really good throw. It was it was very pretty. Um, but I mean, like our secondary doesn't make quarterbacks work. And one of the main issues if we run like the same defense, like literally every play. One thing that made that pissed me off was we had a third and 15. And we had literally a safety in a corner, like, right on each other's butts. Like, they were, like, right there together. There was this huge pocket just wide open. I don't know yeah. what we uh, were the, trying yeah. to do. A, was it Corey Davis, like, ran, like, a I'm, almost I'm, like yeah. a seam? Yeah, like, and I'm, I'm just sitting there with my, my dad, and I'm just like, they're going to get this. Yeah. They're just going to run a seam. And then, of course, like, they do that. There was, like, six guys on the left side of the field, like I five guys on the right side. It. There was nobody in the middle. I lost it. Bro, Lori probably thought I was, like, insane. I was so mad. I mean, I was just, I was screaming. Because, I mean, it was so stupid. Yeah. Like, you, you don't even have to, like, watch football that much or like really like understand the game to just realize that's just stupid yeah well, well Dan, Dan Quinn's done Dan I, Quinn I, is done I can't stand is he done though I think he's, he's done. done I mean he's gotta be done but is he done well, I mean, at the end of the season or is he done in a couple he's games he's done I'd say I at think, the end of the season I think he needs to be fired at the end of the season yeah. I don't know if he will because Arthur Blank's really patient like really really patient well I've always thought I mean obviously I'm not in the NFL so I don't know what happens inside those locker rooms but I always felt I've always felt like that would be just like such a like morale low like it would like lower the morale of the team I mean granted they're not gonna win anything anyways but that would like lower the team morale like even more if your coach gets fired like mid-season yeah well I mean it's kind of it's gotta be hard for you to Find a replacement. Well, yeah. and with Quinn, I don't feel like he's a guy that needs to be fired like midseason. Like when when I'm thinking about midseason fire firings, I'm thinking like that needs to be guys that are just like toxic personalities that are just completely yeah. ruining your franchise by be by their presence being in your like yeah. it, like around your team. Yeah. So like like Hugh Jackson, he yeah. needed to be a midseason fire. Yeah. Well, an issue with us, like, we can't rebuild. Like, it's going to be hard because we have so many dudes under contract. Yeah. Or under big contract. Y'all have a lot, like, a lot of talent. It's just yeah, nothing's it's just, happening. And the coaching staff, or I don't know. I don't, I don't understand how the coaching I don't understand staff is the, bad. I don't understand because the issues. Is it five, four, or five? There's, like, like I, th- I want to say it's, like, four, four, three. Yeah, it's probably three or four. There's, like, three, three or four. four 
former or current NFL head coaches on the team. Obviously, Dan like, like Quinn, full head coaches. Yeah. Like, like head coaches. Yes. There's Dan, Dan Quinn is the head coach. He's kind been of, there for years. Kind of. Then we had Dirk Cotter. Dirk, Dirk Cotter, who used to be the Tampa Tampa Bay head, head coach. coach. As the OC. Then we have... Who's the defensive coordinator? I don't think he's a former head coach, is he? No, it's basically Dan Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. He is defensive And he's slow. That's what he job. Yeah, and then tight ends coach is uh, Mike Malarkey, who used to be the Tennessee Titans head coach. Yeah. And then... I remember that. That was a... That was a they made the playoffs that year. Do you remember, like, his final year as their head coach? Like, he made what the year playoffs. Was I want to say it was 20. It might have been the year y'all won the Super Bowl. Oh, well, no, ooh, we that, that hurts. That oh. hurts. The, the year that you went to the Super Bowl and <coughs> choked okay. the Super Bowl. They, yeah, oh, was that the year? That was the year they, uh, they upset the they Chiefs. They upset the Chiefs. The Chiefs were up, like, oh my gosh. Third, like they, were, they were up, like, three scores and then they came back wild that was such a good game then they ended up getting crushed by the patriots in the next round and and then mike malarkey was out of there tough scene yeah isn't our special teams coach a former hit i don't i i think i don't accurate i actually do think that's i feel like that's accurate i think yeah i'm pretty sure i don't know correct but like he hasn't recently been a former head coach but like yeah it it was like a fat minute ago yeah but we have Julio's under a huge contract. Yeah. Matt Ryan's under a big contract. Yeah. Devontae, but that was a minute ago. Yeah, Devontae Freeman's under. Yeah. But that was a minute ago. I don't fault. Yeah. I'm not. I, I, I don't. I don't fault Thomas Dimitrov for the hire, for the for, resigning of Devontae and Matt Ryan. The Devontae signing was not bad at the time. And Matt and then Ryan afterwards, was he had that injury, the string of injuries. Well, Matt Ryan was phenomenal. Right. This year, he just. He looks so old and weak. Yeah, he's it's rough. And then we gave Grady Jerry that con that seventeen million a year. Oh my gosh! And this this yeah. dude's not Aaron Donald. He's good, but he's not. I know. I, I love Grady Jerry. That's just a little bit much. And then Trufant's contract's terrible. He shouldn't have been paid that. Even when yeah. they offered him that contract years yeah, ago, he should be working in a McDonald's. Literally. And then Tobias Oliver. He has not. Not Tobias pr- Oliver. That's the. I oh my yeah. god! I keep calling him that. Isaiah Isaiah Oliver. He's got so much talent. Yeah. He's fast, good size, but he can't play corner. He's terrible. It's that Colorado football program. Like the only good dudes we have in our secondary are Keanu Neal. He's not really a great coverage guy. Great He's tackler. a good run support tackler. Mm-hmm. And, and Ricardo Allen. Oh, what about Demonte? How's yeah. he been? I mean, he hasn't really done anything this year. Really? He's playing Last nickel, year he was right? so good. He's playing slot corner, right? Yeah, like, why? Why did we play he him at safety? safety? Why did we move Devontae Casey from the spot he had the most success right, in? Why? Yeah, That's so much dumb. So you have seven intercept. I think it was seven. I, I'm pretty sure it was seven. Let me look. I'm I, pretty sure it was seven interceptions is- last season. In your first season, as as a starter, uh, starting at free safety, obviously the logical thing to do after your safety balls out and has seven interceptions is to put him at nickel corner. Naturally, that's what you would do, right? I mean, like what we I don't understand. I I, I understand that Keanu was injured and that he comes back and 
Angus Logic takes well, then, takes KD. I mean, Why don't we put Ricardo? That's Angus? what I'm saying. Like, like what, you could put Rico. Why? Oh my gosh. Rico it, got paid too. Being being on a coaching staff in 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 like sports cannot be this difficult. It literally cannot. I don't understand. Like, make make me the Falcons GM and I. I can do any job. Yeah. Man. Just please. How about my Packers? Your Packers. My it's, Packers. I'm hurt. Angle. That's tough. Tough that was loss. A tough loss. It Bro, really was. Adams. Oh my goodness. Adams is so underrated. Like Devontae he, Adams? Yeah, Devontae yeah. Adams is so underappreciated. And he was cooking. I'm going to say this. Eagles. No no excuses. But we would have won that game if Devontae Adams hadn't got hurt. Yeah, I, I think we I think we win that game. Yeah, he was because so Aaron Rodgers is throwing to a bunch of bums, bums what happens, out there. What happens if y'all actually you know run the ball? Well, the then line. we probably what win the game. With that? Yeah. Well, then you know we we don't. I was really thinking that we did, I didn't I didn't understand that we had hired Pete Carroll as our head coach. I don't like Matt before. I don't either. I don't like I don't the scheme. Yeah, his scheme is weird. I love the defense, but that's not even him. That's uh, uh Mike Pettin. So that was that was my one. I like the Packers coming in. I wanted to see what the defense can actually do. Well, here's what I'm saying. Because they paid a lot of money. We for, can't stop yeah. the run for nothing right now. Philadelphia ran for, I want to say, almost 200 Jordan yards. Jordan Howard had a great finish today. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. The, the Eagles put up 176 on the ground. Yeah. Jordan Howard put up like 87 yards. On the ground, and then Miles Sanders additionally put up 72 yards on the ground. We could not stop the run that night. It was it was tough. Hey, I will say this: Kevin King. I've had some doubts about him. Corner, big guy. He's like six. Man, he is huge, but he's six super lanky. Six three is for a corner. He was up against Alshon Jeffrey. He's battled some injuries. He was our first pick back in i want to say 2017 17 i believe that's it yeah 2017 he was our first we didn't have a first round pick but he was our our first pick because we took him in the second round and i expected him to ball out he's just he's been disappointing his rookie season he spent pretty much the whole year on the ir right then his second season he had some flashes of uh, you could see that there was potential there for him to be really good but then he got hurt early in the season just couldn't consistently stay on the field He's been really good this year. He locked down Alshon Jeffrey. Jeffrey finished with three catches on the night on nine targets. That game was uh, – I, I was so sad watching that game. Like, I was literally, like, close to tears because I had Nelson Aguilar starting. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I also play. had the Packers defense starting. Well, the thing is, Aguilar did play. He just – he had one yeah. target on the night, and it was a drop. I was like, oh, my gosh. Come on. There was a yeah. drop. Oh, that's tough. Well, Jeffrey, okay. It it was unfortunate because Kevin King only had, like, one one play where he, like, got nice. beat by Austin Jeffrey, and it, it was for a touchdown, which sucks. It was like a little, I think it was a slant route in right. the end zone. He just kind of beat Ke- Kevin King on it. And, man, Carson Wentz had some good ball placement. It, it, was, it was a good w- night for Wentz. Yeah. Good night for their whole whole offense. Yeah. They kind of had been struggling. They're good. They're, they ha- that's a really good Philadelphia team. Like their team is really good. They just their secondary is not great. They've had injuries on offense, but I like their team. I'm gonna say this. 
we're not going to win when our leading rusher on the night is our quarterback. Yeah. Matt LaFleur just completely went away from the running game way too early. It was getting shut down. Now, Philly has one of the best defensive lines in the NFL. Right, yeah. Like uh, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Uh, Michael Bennett's not there anymore, I don't think. No, I feel – where Derek, is – I think he's with the Patriots. Hey, yeah. Yeah, 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 he is. Uh, Derek Barnett is on that yeah. defensive line. Yeah, they, they got, got a, a lot stack of, defensive line. Lots of, lots of good players. So, the run game was getting shut down early. Okay. Naturally, I guess, in, in Matt LaFleur's head, that just means, okay, we're not going to run the ball for the rest of the night. Yes. Aaron Jones, you're done. Come to the sideline. We're putting the fullback out there so we can just have extra protection out there tonight, which is essentially what happened. Right. And, yeah, Aaron Jones finished with, like, 21 yards on the night. He did have one of our touchdowns, though. So, and it was, like, a goal line touchdown. So, I don't understand why LaFleur was thinking, oh, well, he, he can't score a goal line touchdown and trying to throw it. Right. If, if you didn't watch the game, it, it was a heartbreaker. The The Eagles were up 34-27. to 27. Packers driving down about maybe 15, 30, 15 seconds, somewhere. somewhere. Not, many, not much time left on the clock. Right. Um, matter of seconds. By the way, that is my dog hassling. That's not me. Yeah, we're not. Uh... They have a dog here in the room. <laughs> okay, so matter of seconds left on the clock, down on about maybe the five yard line. I'd say yeah, it was close four to the goal run line. plays in a row. Yeah, no, they didn't run the ball. They passed. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. I'm in. I'm in four passing plays in a row. They yeah. they threw the ball. It was like first down, throw the ball. Second down, throw the ball. They were all incompletions. And then third down, we're at the goal line. If we if we score a touchdown, we tie the game. And we go to OT. And then hope that the flip of the coin wins us the game. Right. Uh, and we throw this little, I think it was a slant route in the end zone. Rodgers throws it to a guy. He, he's covered well, I will say that. It wasn't. It wasn't even a necessarily a bad ball. I didn't think. I didn't really think it was a bad ball. It was pretty much on him, but it hit, and it actually hits his hands too. Yeah. It hits the receiver's hands, tips up in the air, and the linebacker. I think it was uh, the former Redskins linebacker, Zach Brown. Yeah, Zach Brown catches it. Game's over. Zach Brown was in free agency forever. He wasn't in free agency, I don't think. Yeah. Was he? I thought he got traded. He got cut. Oh, that's right. He got cut. That's what it was. And I was like, what's he still doing? He's like a really good linebacker. And then no one picked him up for the longest. Yeah. Like, he's a really good linebacker. And he wasn't in Washington. So I'm I'm really, I'm, re- I'm really nervous about what the Packers are going to look like against Dallas. Yeah. Because if they start our run early, then obviously – in Lafleur's logical mind, he's going to say, "Let's stop running," and then it, it's not a good thing if when your quarterback, like, unless it's it's just because he's he's toasting the defense, which Aaron Rodgers actually was. There, Philly's secondary is terrible, right? Uh, but he's also throwing to to bombs bombs out there. Besides Devontae Adams, we got Geronimo Allison. Who's that? Geronimo Allison. 
Marquez, he was good. What Valdez, are you Scantling. He was so. Geronimo Allison was so good. Yeah, he was good. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's not good. He's just not like a. Yeah, a I'm, I'm just receiver. saying like he was like really good against. Yeah, he was. He was good. Mar- Marquez yeah. Valdez Scantling. Robert Tanyan. Who who are these people? Who are they? They should be working at Walmart. Okay, I remember before the season you were like excited about your receiving core. I was not excited. I was excited about some of the younger Mar- receivers yeah, like Equinemius St. Brown and Alan Lazard. I was excited about Marquez. And Marquez hasn't even been that bad. And I was also excited about Jake Kumaro, that white guy that's like really good, but he's been hurt. I was right. excited about Equinemius St. Brown, but he's never on the field. He's like six five. Throw it up to him. Right. But whatever. Yeah. So back to the Falcons, I have a question. Okay. So there's been a lot of talk like in <clears throat> Falcons Twitter, which is like literally the worst. Like it, oh, it's pretty Atlanta bad. Atlanta sports Twitter, like is terrible. Falcons Twitter is pretty bad. Atlanta sports Twitter in general is terrible. Yeah, it's like the Braves will be with. like the Braves have like a a 15 game lead in the NL East. They lose like one series, and then everybody's like fire Snicker, fire Snicker. Yeah, or, what? Or a fire. team scores one run in the first inning, game over. The the people are like, oh my gosh. Anthopolis, is that the GM? Yeah, Anthopolis. Yeah. Fire Anthopolis. Fire Snicker. It's, t- it's time to rebuild. <laughs> I'm just like, chill. Yeah. Y'all need to chill. Like, there's been a lot of talk uh, about possibly firing Dan Quinn and hiring Lincoln Riley. Which I'm like... In, in Hiring a college coach <clears> is <throat> a big risk... And depending on what path we're going down, if we're going to try to contend still for no reason or if we're going to rebuild. Uh, if we're going to rebuild, that make, I don't know if that makes sense. All right, so here's kind of what I'm thinking. I actually don't think that's a terrible idea. And I think it depends on what we do. Like if here's we rebuild. If, it's, if, if Arthur Blank just decides, or no, it'd be, it'd be Dimitrov's decision, I guess. Yeah. If Dimitrov decides, okay, this season is lost, I'm going to fire Dan Quinn at the end of the season anyways, let's bring Lincoln Riley in here and see what he can do. Now, this is obviously hypothetical. I don't think Lincoln Riley would actually leave Oklahoma. Right. Given the offer, I actually don't think he would leave. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's bring Lincoln Riley in here. Hire him like midseason to see, like, give him like essentially a trial run, half right. a, half of a season, the end of the season. Now, obviously, I mean, he, it's not even a bad team. It's not like the Falcons are a bad team. They have a lot of talent. I think it's all. Our, I think it's like all our coaching staff. Yeah, maybe so. There's no way there's just much talent, and they just suck. I don't. So you got former most valuable player. Of the entire National Football League, Matt Ryan at quarterback. Now that was three years ago. That, that was three years ago. Yeah, three or two. Please. Yeah, three. Dang. Yeah, three years ago. He doesn't look the same. He can only he can can't throw past fifteen yards. Yeah. At this point, um, you got arguably the best receiver in the National Football League, and Julio Jones. You got a. I'm not gonna say necessarily great but he's and not even necessarily good uh, uh, yeah he's good a good like cast of 
backup receivers, but I was talking about Mohamed Sanu. He's a, he's a beast. Yeah, he's a good receiver. And then you got a young guy in Calvin Ridley who's I think he's ridiculously talented and he has so much potential. And then you have Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper at tight end who's shown this year. Bro, he's been really good yeah. this year. He had he's a bounce like last year he wasn't that great. Bounce back year this year. Really yeah, good. Good for him. And then uh, you got yeah, I mean, you, you got, know what? You got a makeshift offensive you line. You got who's uh, we are officially. I forgot, I forgot what his name is. Fishling receiver. His number was 17. I think he changed it. Oh. Totally forgot. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name. But, yeah. But, yeah, I'm but just you got, done. The you got one of the best centers in the game and uh, Alex Mack. You got one of... Not, I mean, he's not... Phenomenal, but he's really good. One of the better left tackles in the game, and Jake Matthews. Justin Hardy, too. Justin about. Hardy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you got veterans at guard. You got a promising rookie at tackle. You don't have a terrible offensive line, right? And then you have talent on your defense. You have Grady Jarrett, one of the better interior defensive linemen in the NFL. You got Tack McKinley, who's really promising. Vic Beasley. Led the league in sacks at one time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's done, though. Um, one of the better inside linebackers in the league, Deion Jones. Safeties, Keon O'Neal. One of, one of the better tackling safeties. I mean, obviously he's out for the season, but. Yeah. Uh, oh, we tried to do Cryley. I don't know if you heard about yeah, that. Yeah, I did. But I did thank God. Yeah, he's I, done. I can't stand that dude. What did y'all even get for him? Jonathan Cyprian. Oh, really? And a pick. We traded picks. We like swap picks. Wait, who who was this trade to? Uh, the Eagles. Okay. When 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 did this happen? Yesterday. Yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty recently. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of talent. I think it's really our coaching staff. Dan Quinn's Thompson. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, what what would the Chiefs record be right now if they? Didn't have Patrick Mahomes. Say, say replace Mahomes with... Um, Alex Smith? No, I'm... Uh, I'll go with Kirk Cousins. I feel like Alex Smith would still be there and playing if they hadn't have drafted. I'm just, I'm just saying replace Patrick. Mahomes with, like, a average quarterback. Kirk Cousins is not an average quarterback. Kirk, Cous- Kirk Cousins is garbage. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, who else? Well, who else? Let's say, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking, like, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah, okay. Jacoby Brissett. I Brissett? actually like Jacoby Brissett a lot. I think Jacoby Brissett's a lot better than people give him. Okay, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. What's the record with Jimmy G? 3 and 0. 3 and 0. I mean, he's got San Fran at 3 and 0. But, like, if they didn't have Patrick Mahomes, I think they would be. Well, they'd be they'd be like three and one at least. Three and one. Uh, I think they are. Yeah, I actually give them two and two. With that, with with Jimmy G, I'll give them two and two. I say they still beat the Jaguars, they still beat the Raiders, then they lose to the Ravens and lose to the Lions. They be, they beat the Jags forty to twenty six, then beat the Raven or the Raiders twenty eight to ten, then. Are are we assuming that 
I mean, everything stays the same, right? Yeah. Like, Damian Williams still hurt. Yeah. Okay. He'll hurt. I think they go one and three. Who else do you think they lose to? The Jags? Yeah. I don't think they lose to the Jags. I think they lose to the Jags. Nah. Nah, I'm going to say no on that. Well, they. I think they, they would easily go two and two. They lose to the Ravens. They lose. Yeah, to, I'm, say, I'm saying two and two. They lose to the Lions. Like Mahomes is doing some incredible stuff with. Well, they they should have lost without the good without good receivers. Yeah, they should have lost to the Lions. Uh, their defense. I mean, the Chiefs' defense is not good. That's no, not. It's really they should have paid D Ford. Let's talk about that Detroit this year. Yeah, they're Detroit really good. is looking good. Uh, I mean. Close game. Their defense is, is really what's been looking good. Yeah. Um, Matt, that Matt Patricia defense. I knew I knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of him getting guys in that he wanted. And he did get – I mean, he got some Patriots in there. Right. Uh, yeah, but you got Trey, Trey Flowers. Flowers. Uh, who's a – he got another guy in there. Their defense the line is so good. Yeah. And then they got Trey Flowers. They got Sean Robinson on the defensive line. Yeah. They have – I think Mike Daniels is hurt. Mike Daniels. I think Mike Daniels is hurt. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure – Snacks might be hurt too, Damon Harrison. Um, but yeah, I mean they they go to OT and tie with the Cardinals. I get I'll that give was them so the, tough. I'll give them That's that. A tough hey, Kyler game. Murray looked good. I know, but they were up by eighteen yeah. in the fourth. Kyler Murray, you can't lose that game. There's no was excuse. So good. I don't care. Okay, I'm not giving him excuse. I'm just saying Kyler Murray was so good. Oh yeah, Kyler Murray's so good. Well, Kyler Murray's a great quarterback. I love him. Uh, and then they, but they hold the bolts. They hold the Chargers to ten points yeah, that with was, that high-powered offense. Yeah. And then they go and hold the Eagles. I mean, it's not. I mean, they held them to twenty-four points, but the Eagles' offense is is much better than. But I they they were they were banged up then. Yeah. They were banged up then. The Lions are good. I think the Lions are good. I think Matt Stafford is is really, really thriving in this offense. Like last year, I feel like it was right. a real struggle just because of the new offense, and then oh, yeah. he's got a, he's got a whole season, and now had this off season under his belt to really work well, in this yeah. offense. Well, everyone was calling him trash last year. And it's just like, what's well, a new system? Like, yeah, he's bad last year, but I mean, it's a new system. You go from like a where you like are running out of shotgun a lot, and there where you go from you know a shotgun offense where you have one tight end to running two tight end sets. Yep, and it's hard. To adjust. Hey, he's got he's got nine touchdowns this Kenny year. Kenny Galladay has been really good this year. I love Kenny Galladay. That dude is a beast. A receiver. Yes. Hawkinson. He? Hawkinson's kind of been a little bit disappointing. I, but felt, I felt like hey, Hawkinson's been pretty good. But he's had some. He's had two games where he's been really good. Yeah. He just had like against the Eagles and against the Chargers. He wasn't really productive. Uh, but first game he was great. Um, and against the Chiefs, he was okay. He was he was solid. Uh, yeah, he really actually has been disappointing. Other than the Arizona game, yeah, he uh, had a, nine catch or six catches for 131 yards and a touchdown in the Arizona game. Then he proceeded to go play LA, where he had one catch on three targets for seven yards, yeah. and then went and played Philly and had one catch on four targets for one yard. Right. And then uh, a little better against KC. He caught all of his targets, three catches, 27 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, they. Oh, and apparently he's out with a concussion now. He's hurt. Yeah. yeah he's done. And not done for the season necessarily. Right. But they've shocked me. I mean, I knew that they had a lot of talent going into the season. Uh, but I mean, you just don't know, don't know how they're gonna put it together. Well, they finally have a running their game. season last year. Finally have a running game. Carry on, uh, uh, carry on, carry on Johnson. Johnson for the first time in a minute. Yeah. And, but yeah, they're really good. Yeah. But, oh, the Bears. I want to talk about the Bears and the Trubisky injury and all that. Every single Bears fan in Chicago. Thank Jesus Christ. For Trubisky getting injured. I have a trade. And I think that would work well for the Bears. Okay. Let's hear it. The Bears trade a first-round pick. Okay. They don't have a first-round pick, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, they don't have a first-round pick this year. All right. Then let's do... A first-round pick next year and, like, a second-rounder this year? A first-round... a second round pick this year. Okay. No, the, never mind. I mean, it just doesn't. I don't know how it works. Who Who are you thinking about? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan trade. For Do you the think Bears. the Falcons would take a take a second rounder for Matt Ryan? That's still a high pick. Matt, That's still. We'd, a, ha- we'd have to take a first rounder. Would you take a next year first rounder for Matt Ryan? I don't know if we would. I mean, I think that's a fine trade. Like a first round of next year, Mitchell Trubisky for Matt Ryan. Yo, imagine, imagine this works out. Listen, so it's not a bad trade. It's not a good trade for both sides. What so I would say, second round of this year for Matt Tra- for Matt Ryan, I thought I think that's a phenomenal trade. I think the Falcons win that trade. If if you're in rebuild mode, yeah, you win. Okay, that trade. second round pick this year, and Mitchell Trubisky for Matt Ryan. You really want Mitch? <laughs> just I mean, for depth. Just to have somebody in the roster. Just to, like, we need a quarterback. Hey, you got... I No, screw you, that you shot. You got no, Matt Schaub. No. Greatest no, quarterback we from Virginia no, ever. We, I mean... He's the GOAT. Where Trubisky thrived in Atlanta somehow? Well, then you, don't you know. have a quarterback. I'm saying. You have a quarterback for half a season, and then he sucks next year. Yeah, that's what happens. I feel like we need more than a second. I feel like we'd need a second and, like, a fourth. Maybe. I know a second-round pick is, I mean, it's high, but... Do you think the Bears could win a Super Bowl with Trubisky? No. I think yeah. it's impossible. I was, I was thinking about it. I think it's impossible. I mean, the, the I, obviously is, it's not impossible, but... The game is so much different from he, how it was in 2000. I mean, you can't... If, if your quarterback can't make plays... Well, here's, here's what I was thinking about. I was thinking about the 2000 Ravens with that phenomenal defense and Trent Dilfer right. at quarterback. Trent Dilfer, no. Right. Bum. Hey, good good quarterbacks coach at the Elite 11. Yeah. And he has a lot of TV stuff just because he's won a, a ring. Yeah. Good for him. But bum in the NFL. Right. They still won a Super Bowl. Yeah. With Ed Reed... Ray Lewis, good team. And they, I think they had a run game, too. I don't really remember. Obviously, I wasn't born. So, right. wasn't really watching football. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Trubisky, I mean, he just doesn't make the throws. Like, there was a throw against Washington where Tariq Cohen's on the wheel route, and he just misses it. I mean, it, it, it would have been a 
it wouldn't have been like a super difficult throw to make, but he would have had to put it on the. He would have to make a pretty accurate throw, in a, in a little in a in a little bit of space between two yeah. defenders, and he just misses it. And like an average quarterback could have made it. Like Kirk Cousins could have made that throw. Yeah. Like. Like Teddy Bridgewater could make that throw. Kirk Cousins could make. Uh, but yeah, he just he just doesn't he just can't make the throws that you need to win a play to like win win a playoff game. He hasn't won a playoff game yet. Like, and you can't succeed in the playoffs if your quarterback isn't good. Now it's proven by the Ravens last year when Lamar when they they just fell flat in the first round in the first round, right? Like. If your quarterback can't throw, well, and Lamar, I think Lamar strides better than he was last year. Oh yeah, he's really he's really good. I mean, he's he's a lot better. Yeah. Let's but, talk yeah. about let's talk let's talk about old Danny Dimes. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. I we I was a I wasn't a fan. Of I Daniel wasn't a Jones fan, and I wasn't out. necessarily a believer. But I but I wasn't like this dude sucks like everybody else. Well, I, everybody Both else as soon as way. as soon as New York, as soon as New York drafted Daniel Jones, everybody was like, "Oh, they're done. New York's a joke. It's time to it's time to move teams." My biggest issue with people is when they're like we're Jets fans now. When they're like Dwayne Haskins is thrown for like however many yards and oh, yeah. fifty touchdowns, and I'm just well, like, let's That's think cool. about this. Hey, let me see Daniel Jones on Ohio State. Well, let's let look me, at Daniel Jones' teammates. Daniel yeah. Jones' teammates sucked at Duke. They were terrible. Their team was not good. They had so many drops at Duke. Literally, watch, watch the games. Like, go back and watch the games before you voice your opinion. Yeah. Like, Daniel Jones wasn't as physically gifted, or isn't as physically gifted as, um, as Dwayne Haskins coming out of college. He wasn't, but he did the little things. Right, he was smart at Duke. He was accurate. He was decently mobile, and some things that he that that Dwayne Haskins doesn't do well, Daniel Jones does. Now Dwayne Haskins has a much stronger arm and is a much better deep thrower. Uh, but and okay. even even hold then, on, Dwayne Haskins on, was on. a pretty inaccurate deep thrower. Yeah, D- Dwayne, I don't I don't feel like Dwayne Haskins can throw the ball far, but that doesn't mean he's accurate with it. Right. Well, I, I think, I I mean, he's a better deep thrower than Daniel Jones. Because Daniel Jones doesn't have, like, a strong arm. But, like, Daniel Jones was good in college. I mean, he just, he made the right decisions. And even I, on one of our podcasts, said that Daniel Jones was the second, the second most NFL-rated quarterback in the class behind Kyler Murray. And, yeah, screw that. Now, Obviously, first game phenomenal. Four total touchdowns. Hey, showed the wheels too. Yeah. What did did he? You said he hit up like nineteen. Nineteen miles per hour on that last on the on last the, run, on, the on the last touchdown. Run. Yeah. Well, even even early on in the game, he ran out of the pocket a few times, and I was just like, "Whoa!" Yeah, Danny's fast. Like this dude <laughs> is like fat, like freakishly fast, and I didn't realize it. Like, I was yeah. like, "Wow!" Like almost like how Trevor Lawrence is like really fast. Yeah. Um, but like Josh Allen, kind of too. And Josh I was, Allen's and actually. it's just like whoa, but yeah, yeah. He's, he's he, like, he's he, like good. Hey, first game. He looked good first game. Granted, it was against the Tampa Bay defense. Yeah, I'll give him that. He he looked really really accurate and 
He was really fat. He, he was making smart decisions. Had two touchdowns through the air, two on the ground. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. Having Aaron Rodgers on my fantasy team, disappointing me. I decide. You know what? I think the logical thing to do here, even though Aaron Rodgers is going up against one of the worst secondaries in the game of football this week, I'm going to cut Aaron Rodgers and pick up Danny Dimes. Right. So I do, and and Danny puts up like 12 points, while Rodgers goes and puts up 25 points. So, yeah, Danny had a bit of a a drop-off in his second game against Washington. Yeah. Which is disappointing because it is Washington. You want to see the stats. I mean, they still won, and they still won in – Still won pretty big. It was yeah. like a three score, three score game, but what, was it a three score game? Yeah, it was twenty four to three. Yeah, three score game. Um, but Danny throws one tutter and uh, two two interceptions. Man, he I mean he had a great first game. I think we people need to like pump the brakes a little bit on Daniel Jones. I mean I like him. I think he's a solid quarterback. Uh, but like obviously we don't know. Well, I mean we'll know what. He is well, I think in a few years. I think as long as if New York's winning games with him at quarterback, they don't care what his stats are. He's their savior. We truly can't give an like we we don't know what Daniel Jones truly is yeah. because we don't have a good enough, a big enough sample size. Well, let's see him with some more players around him too. Golden Tate's still not in that offense yet. He's still on that suspension, right? Yeah, but he's also like not even as good as Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Okay. Well, I, I know. I'm just I, yeah, okay. I didn't, we had that argument. Yes, I I this year. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's good. I like him. I just don't know, like, I mean, people are acting like he's just great. I'm just like, let's chill yeah. out. Because he hasn't played that. I mean, he's played two games. So, okay. Let's, he's, let's, he's been good. Let's propose and, this. Or let's, let's, let me ask you this. A lot of people are, a lot of people think this. Is Daniel Jones Eli Manning 2.0? I'm gonna, you know what? Maybe, I'm gonna say no right not. now. Maybe he's like probably not as good. I'm gonna say no right now. You think he's not as good? Potentially. I think he could be much better than Eli. I don't think much better. I mean, Eli Manning was not a scrub. Like, in his that. in his prime, he was pretty good. And even last year, he was solid. He I mean, was, he was he's pretty bad, but he there there there, was, there was are a moments. Significant difference between. His regular season and his postseason. Yeah, he really like when you look at the numbers. He really wasn't that good in the regular season. Lot, right? Lots of interceptions. I th- I think Daniel Jones has a chance to be better than Eli. I just don't know because I haven't. I mean, I've seen literally two games of this kid. I'd like to see like three. Well, I'm just saying he like obviously two has to potential. Three, like two to three seasons. Yeah, I like he, has, he has potential to be yeah. better than Eli. Yeah, he has a lot I of I mean, potential. he obviously has potential to be worse than Eli, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I mean, obviously it's too early to tell. He's but a right small, now, I'm going to yeah. say, I, I don't think so. I think he's, I think he's different than Eli. Right. He's, he, I think he's far more athletically gifted than Eli is. Like, he can actually, he's got some wheels. He can run the ball. Yeah. So... Uh oh, we got some news. Okay, so John Ross is likely out multiple games. I, I actually saw this. Saw that? It was likely. Okay, I yeah. just saw this. Okay, so that's like a killer for me because yeah, I also have him. I, I have him. I also have Saquon, and I have what did I have? Oh, I had Antonio Brown. Yeah. So that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. You look like a clown now. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to ask you this. 
I wanted to ask you this before the podcast, but I decided I would save it for this. Okay. Um, I saw this. I think it was on the Orion Rosilla podcast. And the question was, would you rather have Kirk Cousins or Dwayne Haskins? Which like, is a really good question. I, I don't feel like I can legitimately answer that right now. And I don't know what they were at. Like, what they were at. I mean, it, it, it was either the Ryan Russillo podcast or the Fantasy Focus podcast with yeah. Field the Eights and... Um, I'm forgetting his name. I'm blanking. Um, it's Matthew. Not, it's not. Is it Matthew Barry? Matthew Barry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, it may, it was on one of those podcasts, but I heard that. That's an interesting question. I don't know what I don't know, what, like I don't know what the context is. I don't know if they meant for like for the rest of their careers or for like one game. Well, here's the thing: we've seen one game of Dwayne Haskins, and he was kind of thrown in the fire. Yeah. In, I don't know, a, why, why didn't they play Colt McCoy? That made no sense in playing Dwayne Colt Haskins. Colt McCoy is hurt, I'm pretty sure. Colt, Colt McCoy, remember Colt McCoy like broke his, what, was it his leg last year? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's not healthy, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's healthy. Are you sure? Yeah. Because even before the game, Ian Rappaport was saying that if they were to, that Dwayne Haskins might not play. Like, even if Keenum struggled, that they were going, that they would likely play Colt McCoy. I was pretty sure Colt McCoy was still hurt. Oh, like, Ian Rappaport was... Huh. Okay. But, like, I would honestly... I don't know. That's such a hard question. Okay, I mean, I'm, I I don't think... I think it's too early to, to answer that. Because he's thrown in the fire of a new offense where, according to the storylines we're hearing, these coaches hate him. They do not like him. I think he Kirk, was not. I their think guy. I, if I had to answer, I'd take Kirk Cousins. Yeah, right now I think I'd take Kirk Cousins. But uh, from and what that's not even that's not even based off what I saw from Haskins yeah. in his first game. Because really, I don't care what he did in his first game. That Redskins team sucks. Like he's got no offensive line. It's his first game. I don't care. I just I would take Kirk Cousins because I'm not a huge. Haskins have fan. you have you heard about what's going on with the Redskins? Yeah, like, they don't really like him. Yeah, that's what I that's what we're hearing is that. The the coaches, he was not their guy. They did not want to draft him. All right. The front office apparently loves him though. Yeah. The front office, that's their guy. They drafted him. It was the GM, not the coaches didn't have any input in this. So which here's the thing about this. I think the Redskins obviously Gruden's done. Yeah. At the at probably probably mid season. I figure they'll fire him at, if they lose his next game, I think he's done. I think they they go ahead and pull the trigger and fire him. Yeah, I think what needs to be done is they're gonna have to clean house. They need to like coach wise, right? Clean house. Everybody that was with Gruden is gone, and they get a head coach that will readily work with Haskins and likes Haskins and can implement like like can work to Haskins' strengths, and then get a staff around Haskins. Instead of, I've I've always thought it was a it was a better idea to to kind of yeah. get your not necessarily just the coaching staff but like get your playbook around your quarterback strengths instead of trying to coach your quarterback to play to your playbook strengths. Right. So. Yeah. Uh. The the Redskins like 
they're like they don't. I don't it's hard to tell if they're like rebuilding or not rebuilding. Like they, they don't really have any direction. It's really weird with okay. the Redskins. The Redskins might be worse than the Dolphins. Um, they really might. Be worse I think than they the play Dolphins. this year. No, 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 they don't play. Never mind. Never mind. They don't play. Do they not? Uh. Oh uh, yeah, they do. Do they? They play in two weeks. At, at Miami. Oh, wow. Prime time. No, I'm kidding. That would be terrible. I was about to be like, yes, that's what we all want. Yeah. Oh, Redskins are favored heavy. Or, yeah. like, FBI-wise. Uh, the line, though. Uh, there's not even a line yet for yeah. them. Uh, this in two weeks. But, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. It is tough. They only, like, they only have, like, one bright spot in offense, and that's Terry, Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Tough scene. Very tough. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's going to be fun next week. Patriots against the Redskins. God. Watch Tom that's do awful. his thing. Man, if that if that AFC East doesn't get any better. Yeah. Like, I was really, really thinking that the Jets were going to take off this year. Hey, the Bills, though, the Bills are looking good. But yeah. I, I was really Ooh. disappointed last week. Yeah. Because they should have won that game. But they had four turnovers – and so the Patriots won. Yeah. Josh Allen looked awful. Three picks. Ended up getting hurt. Barkley comes in. Tough scene. Yeah. Tough. And that blocked punt was, was real tough. Oh, yeah. So in fantasy, do you, like, what, does Matthew Slater get, like, a bunch of points for that block? He, get a, he gets six points. Okay. For a block. For right. Not, not a block punt. But he gets... Yeah, he gets six points. We well, blocked the punt, didn't he? Or did, 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 they, they won't give that to him. They'll give those points to the Patriots defense on okay. special teams. Yeah, I'm just saying all these Matthew Slater fantasy owners. Zero percent <laughs> roster. I, I, I bet. Is he? Do you know that? No, I don't. There's no way he's zero percent. Well, there really is. Uh, uh, okay, here I'm gonna pull it up. So in our in our fantasy league, you'll see. Anyway, we should probably move on to college football. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll All right, we got to talk about the AP poll. The AP poll must be – we have to talk about it. Because I'm officially done with the AP poll. Uh, and I'm an Auburn fan, so I'll start off with that. I feel weird talking about Auburn in 2019, especially on Twitter, because whenever I talk about them, Hold I just on, get – one second. I got, I got to tell you something. All right, all right, go ahead. Matthew Slater is 0% rostered. Really? Yes. That's funny. It's tough. He did have six points last uh, last week. <laughs> yeah, I feel averaging we- one and a half points a game. Nice. So good for him. For, I- first career touchdown. That's surprising. Oh He's really? One of the one of the best special teams players ever. Not ever, but like special teams. Yeah, I mean, in recent years, he's been one of the the best special teams players in the league. Yeah. Uh, and first career touchdown. Good for him. 0.0% rostered. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I feel weird talking positively about Auburn in 2019, especially <laughs> on Twitter, because it always just gets thrown in my face like, you're a homer. I'm just like, I feel bad almost talking about Auburn. And I'm not even mad about the AP poll. I'm not even mad that Auburn's ranked number seven. I'm more mad that Clemson's ranked number two, which makes no sense. And these rankings are all screwed up because we have a preseason ranking. Here's what I'll say. But, like, Clemson should not be two. 
Well, Auburn shouldn't be seven. Auburn should be top five. And but they haven't moved up since what week four? Week four they were eight, and then they beat A and M. Went up one. Now, I think I think we should be probably six. It's probably and I I thought they played A and M really well too. They like no, we dominated. Yeah, they dominated. I mean, it was a twenty-eight and twenty game, but. Well, I mean, they scored the, too. Yeah, the the game was was not as close as the score. We were we were, we were managing the clock late yeah. in the. They fourth got some quarter, garbage so, time touchdowns. So, I wouldn't even say that. But I mean, basically, okay. Like we were controlling the game. Like we we had total control. Like the game was like really never out. Here's kind of what I would think needs to be the look for for this is my kind of top five teams. I'm kind of saying Alabama one. Georgia two. I said Auburn three, LSU four, Ohio State five. Uh, I put I, I mean I would put Ohio State one, Alabama two. Yeah. LSU three. Ooh. Georgia four. I don't know, because I, I was kind of want to put Auburn ahead of Georgia, because I, I didn't really like the way Georgia played against Notre Dame. Yeah, but you also don't think Notre Dame's that good. I think they're okay. I think Notre Dame's a really good football team. I think they're okay. I think they're a lot I better. I mean, I think if they made the playoffs, they're just going to do the same thing they did last year and just get crushed. Yeah. Because of Ian Book. Well, I'm think, not a huge Ian Book fan. I think Notre Dame's, I mean, he's the best thing they got. I know. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying it's okay. better. I'm just saying like. But I, I was just. They're stuck sure you, with I was just making sure you're not saying, you're a Brandon Wimbush believer, like no. that he should have stayed the starter because he was no. garbage. No, no, no. I'm saying like I just not even. He's a player. running back playing quarterback. Uh, but yeah, I felt like Georgia should have, like they should have, they could have beat Notre Dame by multiple touchdowns, but their their play calling just wasn't that good. Yeah, they. Well, and Notre Dame's defense was good. They were really good. They're stopping the run. Passing they attack. Did like Georgia has Jake Fromm, but they don't really have a lot of like weapons necessarily for Fromm, except like in the backfield. Yeah, they've got a great running back room yeah. with uh, Zamir White. I mean, obviously DeAndre Swift is the starter. They got Dalvin Cook's little brother James. Uh, Brian Harrigan's still there. They got a great running back room. Yeah, but they and they they should have. I think they sh- I don't, I mean, it's hard. Like, they... That's what she said. No. <laughs> they should have passed more against Notre Dame. They should have put the ball in Jake Fromm's hands a little bit more early on. Yeah, I'd agree. I think Jake Fromm's, Jake Fromm's a great college quarterback. Yeah. Now, I'm not necessarily he's training of him as an NFL prospect. Yeah, you, but, you, yeah, you, as you can college, talk all day about how Jake Fromm's not a real, well, not that he's but not yeah, a but real I mean, NFL he's a great college quarterback. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, LSU, I really like LSU this year. If they had a good defense, they well, would. The I don't. I'm not gonna call their defense bad yet. And here's why: I think they just need to find their kind of find their uh, footing. Yeah. Now they gave up 38 points to Texas, but Texas has one of the most electric offenses in college football. They really haven't played anybody. Yeah, and they oh they gave up thirty eight to Vandy, but Van, didn't Vandy saying. have a lot of fourth quarter touchdowns? No, I don't think. No, they had one touchdown in the fourth. Yeah, 
Let's look. I'm, I'm looking at team statistics on ESPN. Okay, they were up 38-10 to 10 on Vandy, and that's when they're going to bring... I'm gonna I'm gonna say I don't I didn't actually watch the game so I don't know what happened, but I would right. assume that they brought in second string and then Vandy started scoring. No, oh, I'm twenty eight. That's pretty bold. Thirty is thirty eight to ten. Yeah, you're up four scores. I don't feel like that's bold that's at all. That's pretty bold. That is not bold. Up twenty eight scores. Yeah, that's that still not time. Bold. Are you? No, yes. it's not bold. Yes, it is. It's not, especially if your offense is still scoring. Auburn didn't even put in their second thing against Mississippi State until we were up literally 40. All right, that's tough. Or, no, yeah, we were up 40 when we put in our second thing. That's pretty bold. If you're only up 28, I mean, 28, like, there's still a chance. Sure, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I listen like LSU had the twenty fifth ranked defense, total defense, and then their pass defense, pass defense is where it's really just a struggle. Their their pass defense is ranked forty fourth in the country. Well, that's not even what they struggled with against Vandy. Against Vandy, they were struggling against the run. What but you, oh my god, Auburn's pass defense is really bad. Really. Where is it? Alabama's is fifty-seven. But I don't think of I don't think people realize that Vanderbilt actually has one of the best running backs in the SEC. Yeah. And in in the country, Keyshawn Vaughn is really really good. Ninety so, second. Hold up. Oh wait. Hold up. Never mind. Sorry. Let me put it in your. All right. If you're looking at a pat, if you're ranking pass defense, do you look at it at yards per game or yard or total yards? I would look at it at yards per game. That's what I, that's what I look at. Well, because if you're looking at total yards, LSU's only played three games. Most teams or four games, and or no, never mind. Most teams have played four games. No, most most teams have played five games. So. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean, I I love LSU this year. Yeah, I think they're really good. Offensively, Joe Burrow's been just Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's a totally different quarterback this year. It but is. I don't insane. think their defense is bad, though. I think they have lots and lots of talent on defense. If they can get it together, then they're gonna be fine, and they could legitimately win the SEC. But like their defense, it's like Alabama. Their defense took a step back. Like their de- like there's no reason you should be allowing thirty eight points to Vanderbilt. I understand their defense took a step back. But, but I still think they could, even with their defense not being as good as it was last year, I still think they could legitimately win the SEC. Yeah, they could win the SEC. Because Alabama's defense has really taken a step back. Their offense is the best in the country. Well, but don't I, sleep I th- on LSU's offense too. I think Ohio State's. I think Ohio State's offense is up there too. Uh, but I think Alabama's offense is the best. Alabama gave up thirty-one to Ole Miss. Yeah. Twenty-three to South Carolina. And South Carolina had a lot of success early on passing the ball. Yeah. Like Ryan Helinski had a good day. I'll be interested to, interested to see what happens next week. They're gonna play A and M this week. Yeah. Um, or is that no? That's not this week, is it? No, I think they have a bye week. 
Because they play, yeah, they play them on the 12th, yeah. so that's in two weeks. So they have a bye week. And then they got to play A&M. Does Auburn have the best defense in the country? Or not in the country, sorry, so I'm in the SEC. In the SEC, do they have the best defense in the SEC? Yes. And it's because of that front seven. Yeah. That front seven is ridiculous. Who, who else? Oh, we got to take a look at Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida secondary just better. because of their secondary. Yeah, but but it, but like got, it's crazy. Like yeah. we fought, we have a better defense in Derek Alabama. Brown, like what the heck? Derek Brown and Nick Coe, and you got uh, uh, Big Cat, Big Cat Bryant. Bryant. Yeah, Owen Papo, freshman. Oh God, I love him. He's KK Britt. Yeah, is he thirty? Is that 32? thirty-three? Thirty-three. Thirty-three, the linebacker. Okay. Oh, so he's a senior linebacker. He's like our middle linebacker. He's okay. bees. Like our front seven's insane. Yeah, it's really good. Our secondary is the issue. Yeah, like our, the AP poll is just ridiculous. I don't under. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Clemson's not a top four team. Clemson's not a top five team. Sorry, they're just not. Yeah, Brian was asking me earlier. Would Auburn beat Clemson? Ooh. That's that's tough. I want to say no. Because in my mind, I'm just thinking no. Clemson would just obliterate Auburn. But Auburn's look... They would not obliterate Auburn. It would be a good game. I think it would. It would be a good game. I'm actually going to... I would say no. They wouldn't, and here's why. Alright, let me hear your argument. Because... I'm not necessarily saying we would. I'm just saying that it'd be a good game. While I think I think Auburn has a phenomenal defense. Their pass defense, a little suspect. Oh, no. Now, Trevor's obviously also been a little suspect this year. Yeah. Trevor's been struggling. And it's the not even like... Not it's not accurate. even just like he's throwing turnover. Or he's turning the ball over more. Like yeah. He's like literally the ball placement on his throws is off. He's just yeah. not as in sync. As it was last year. Like, he's, like, exponentially worse. It's it's weird. But, so we're assuming that Auburn's defense stops ETN. Right? Just kind of stops the run game. And kind of and creates pressure on Trevor. Yeah. And then Trevor's not necessarily throwing that many good passes. But I trust Trevor enough against Auburn's right. secondary right. to make plays. Yeah, obviously. But I don't trust Bo Nix to make a lot of plays against the Clemson defense. But I don't know if it really matters with Whitlow and Cam Martin and um, what's the little Schwartz. guy's name? Shivers. Oh, Shivers. Shivers isn't even playing that much, yeah. which makes me mad. But yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, and Schwartz on, like, jet sweeps yeah. with his blazing. Like, he's probably run, running, like, a 3-9. Yeah. He's stupid fast. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see. It'd be an interesting game. I don't know if Auburn would win. I really don't. I think it'd be a really close game. I think they're, they've got their strengths. If we run the ball well, I don't see why we couldn't win. Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like, especially with the Clemson linebacker, Isaiah Simmons is a Free. Yeah. And he's really good too. Right. So I feel like if, if they kinda like 
like y'all are running the ball, but you're not like going off. And I think it, if the Clemson oh. defense forces Bo Nix to th- have to like make plays, I don't know. Bo Nix looked really good against Mississippi State with his accuracy and his, especially his deep ball accuracy. Yeah. The ball placement was phenomenal. But I don't know if he keeps it up, especially in like a, a high pressure game that would be like if they were playing Clemson. We'll see against Florida. Yeah, we will. We'll see what happens. Our rush, our rushing offense is elite. I know. It's like number six. I didn't six, say they I weren't. Say. Oh no, I'm just saying. I was saying you kind of you kind of said it in a way is like they're uh, like they're they're no. What, what I was saying was good. if if Clemson like like I was saying Auburn would run the ball, but if Clemson like like they're running the ball well, but they're not going off. That's what I'm saying. Like if yeah. Clemson keeps them from like going off, then Bo Nix has to throw the ball. No, I'm not saying that you're run like your run right. game is your strength on your yeah. offense. Um, well, I, I don't know if we're like necessarily top five. A game? Uh, huh? Are y'all rushing for like two fifty a game? Two fifty one. Two fifty one. Uh, I just, I think we're good. I don't know. I don't think we're a top five team right now. I think we should be ranked number six. I think we should be ranked ahead of Oklahoma, just because we have a really good win. We had two good wins. Against Oklahoma, uh, Oregon and A and M, and neither one of those were at home. I I really forget about the Oregon win. That feels like such a long time ago, and it's just a it just seems like a forgettable win. I don't know why. I don't think people know how good Auburn actually is this year. Like, like this, this team gives me twenty thirteen vibes. Like it's like we got a good team this year. And Oregon's been good since. Yeah. Well, and usually I don't even think I. I really I don't think I felt this good about an Auburn team since like 2017 at the end. But like for the whole entire season, I haven't felt this good about a team since 2013, 2014. Man, I didn't. Oregon's offense is so one dimensional this year. Yeah, like Justin Herbert is carrying them. So they oh, yeah. played. They played Nevada, and they had a they had a good game. Herbert threw five touchdowns, but the, and they won seventy seven to six against Nevada. Right. But then they go and play Montana, yeah. and they only win thirty five to three. Yeah. Herbert throws five touchdowns to win in that game. Right. So, well, I mean, we only beat Tulane, but we also had four fumbles. Yeah. Which well, is why Whitlow didn't play much against. Oh, because of his fumbles. He didn't. He played. Who did we? He didn't play much against A and M. A and M. Yeah. And he didn't play a lot because he fumbled too much. Yeah. Yeah, but then Oregon played Stanford and only won twenty-one to six. Yeah. Herbert threw all of the touchdowns. Herbert Oregon looked great against Auburn in the, in game one. Yeah, they did. It's tw- yeah. twenty-seven to twenty-one game. Herbert Herbert was kind of shut down. Like. And say ah, but they didn't throw it all that much. And say they really didn't. They didn't throw a deep, like, really at I all. I mean, he did throw – he threw 37 times that game. Yeah. it's a lot. But it was a lot of short passes, screens. They yeah. ran a lot of screens. Uh, yeah, he's throwing a lot in every game. Nevada game he threw – I mean, Nevada game he threw the least right. because he didn't have to play yeah. the whole game. He threw it 26 times. But then against Montana, he threw 42 passes. And then against Stanford – he threw eh, twenty four passes. That's that's fair, but yeah. 
I feel like an, something that's become, like, extremely underrated is when elite, like, top tier, like, top ten teams just obliterate lesser opponents. Like when Auburn just obliterates Mississippi State or when Ohio State obliterates Nebraska. I feel like that's, like, overlooked when it shouldn't be. Like, then you're supposed to, like, that is, elite teams do that. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. You're saying, like, and, that's and overlooked. And people are just like, like, well, they haven't played anybody. Yeah, well, like, well, there's, Ohio there's, State beating Ohio, Miami of Ohio 70 by 70. That's still something. It's impressive. Yeah. I, I, I don't care that it's Ohio State versus Miami of Ohio. Like, 70 point, a 70-point win. 75 unanswered. It was 75, right? I don't remember. Let me look. But I'm like... And people are just scoffing at it. Like, it's just nothing. And I'm just like, that. this means something. Yeah. It's crazy. We also got to talk about... How, how is Florida still ranked in the top 10? How are they, they number 9? They They're not a top 10 be. team. They're not. I mean, they struggled against Miami in week 1. They struggled against um, Kentucky. Yep. Like, I don't get they're a top ten team. I don't understand how they're only two spots behind an Auburn team who has who upset Oregon in week one, and who then like- went into A and M as an underdog. Defensively, Florida Florida's good. Yeah. Obviously. I'm not saying they're not. Offen- I'm saying offensively, like- Florida's offense is not. I mean, they put up only 38 points against Towson. Who was that? Towson. Yeah. And then only put up 34 against Tennessee. Yeah. Only 45 against UT Martin. Florida's not a top 10 team. No, they're not. Um- Texas is better than Florida. Penn State's better than Florida. Yeah. And, then, I mean, they're a good team. They just don't deserve to be in the top ten. Yeah. Like, Notre Dame. Uh, what, what I kind of look at the AP poll. I got to look at the AP poll because I already know it's, like, stupid. Oh, let me look at the score first. The Ohio State, Miami, Ohio. It was 76 to 75. Okay. Okay, a 70- no, 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 not seventy six to seventy. Sorry, a seventy six to five. So, oh my, seventy six unanswered points, and that's not impressive to people. Yeah, like, come on now, come on, Ooh, stop so playing around. How about this ma- this matchup this week? Iowa versus Michigan. Who you got? It's it's at Michigan. I think I got Michigan in this. Uh, one. I think I got them bouncing back. I know it's it's been bad, like really bad. In Michigan. If Donovan Peoples-Jones is back this week, I think that makes the difference, and I think Michigan can win. He hasn't played all season. He's just going to keep the turnovers down. They can't turn the ball yeah. over. Uh, there's, some, there's some solid games this week. Auburn, Florida. I'll take Auburn in that. Uh, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech. Eh. Oklahoma State, Texas Tech? Yeah, I think Oklahoma State. I mean, that's going to be a high-scoring game. game. But I I'll think Oklahoma, Oklahoma State's State. got that okay. pretty easy. Okay. I think I think Oklahoma State against Texas, and I was really hoping that was what happened. Ohio State, Michigan State is happening this week too. 
Wisconsin kind of deserves a little bit more love. I think I think so. I had the. I mean, they're eight right now, right? Yeah, like, they're behind. How like uh, why is Oklahoma six? Oklahoma six, yeah. I feel like Ohio State, even though they haven't played anybody, they've been so dominant and they've looked so complete. Like they they got a really good offense, they got a really good defense led by Chase Young. Justin Fields has been great. Um, I mean, they just look so complete. Yeah. That I feel like they they're deserving of a top three spot. Even though they haven't played anybody. But yeah. I, I think it's gonna be tough for like when they get into conference play, it's gonna be tough. Not for the Buckeyes, but for the teams they're playing. And when they play Michigan, no. oh, that's gonna they be- may obliterate Michigan this year. Har- Harbaugh needs to be done, but he's not going to be. Yeah. Texas, I think that, I think Texas is a top ten team. Oklahoma. Man, that first game against Houston, their defense was not great. Give it 31 to Houston. Yeah. Now they no nah, actually hold on. They were up forty two to seventeen at one point. They they were obliterating obliterating Houston, and Houston ended up scoring right two more touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So. Dang. Okay. So apparently, um, this is a little off track, but Grinnell. Division three school, Grinnell. Yeah, I saw that. They canceled, canceled their canceled their seasons. They only have twenty eight people on the roster after like several injuries. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, so the AP poll, the AP poll is looking like Alabama one, Clemson two, Georgia three, Ohio State four, LSU five, Oklahoma six, Auburn seven, Wisconsin eight, Notre Dame nine, Florida ten. Like, I feel like. We would have a more accurate ranking if we just didn't do a preseason ranking, and we just and we had a bigger sample size for our first ranking. Like, like if we did a, a ranking after like the first three games or the first like five. So, so what you're trying to say, you're I I kind I pretty much agree with you. Which so just improves like, the accuracy of the ranking. Like it's hard for it's hard for teams to move up as much when they like start at like twenty in the preseason. Yeah. Like if there's a team that's like really good and they have they like in people's minds could be like top ten, but they start out in the preseason at like twenty four. It's yeah. gonna take them like five weeks to yeah. break the top ten. If they even do it. Even if they beat like two top ten teams back to back. It's well, gonna no, take. No, they it. do that. That, that would bother yeah, me. Yeah, that, 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 that would that absolutely. <laughs> if, if they be like, I, but I, I like, I understand. Okay, what if they you're be saying. two ranked teams back to back. Yeah, and so that's that's just what I hate that. Like, and if we just didn't have a preseason rank AP poll or like a preseason rank top twenty five, then like Clemson wouldn't be. Clemson would not be number two. one. They would be two. Or they they wouldn't have ever been number one. Right. Right. Yeah. I think it, like, but like, where should we start it? Like, where where should we start ranking? Week when, four, or when? After week four, after four games, I'd say that's a good enough sample size to start ranks. Yeah. Maybe even week three. Eh, that might be a little. I think it's a little not, short. Not enough. Just because I uh, I'll tell you what. I'll say after week four. Yeah. I like I like the week four. Yeah, I'd get, I mean, I mean, I'd give it four games. Not not everybody's gonna play four games in in after week four. Right. Necessarily. But. Oh, then we should we do it week five? 
No, I'd still say week four. Yeah. I mean, even with some teams having just a three-game sample size, I think that's still enough I... to kind of just say, yeah, okay, this is where we're at right now. Yeah. I just – I feel like it improves the accuracy of the rankings. Yeah, I think it would too. Because, like, in that instance, like, Clemson would probably be, like, around five to seven – yeah. I'd say a little range. bit higher. I think, yeah. Auburn be up there. I don't I feel like you were saying Wisconsin needs a little more love. I think eight's a good place for them right now. I don't think they should be above Oklahoma. I know they beat Michigan, which is a really good win for them. But Oklahoma, like, Oklahoma has looked really good. Offensively, they've looked phenomenal. I know, but I mean, Wisconsin's looking good offensively and defensively. I know. I know they have looked good. Yeah. Hold on. Let's look at these scores. Yeah. Like, the amount of points they're putting up is different, though. Like, Oklahoma's putting up a massive amount of points. Oh, yeah. Granted, against lesser opponents. Oh, that Texas Tech game was, oh, my. It was, like, watching Texas Tech, Texas Tech try to tackle people yeah. was, it was just. Sad. I was literally just like... Now, yeah. Wisconsin put up 49 against one of the worst teams in the NCAA right now, which is South Florida. Because yeah. they lost to another one of the worst teams in the NCAA, Georgia Tech. Yeah. Makes makes my heart sad. But it happens. Yeah. Every team has their down year where they have to rebuild for five more years. Whatever. Uh <laughs> And then Wisconsin put up 61 against Central Michigan. But against Michigan, they put up 35. And then struggled a little bit against Northwestern, put up 24. Yeah. But Jonathan Taylor's been a beast. And he's really been there on the offense. Right. That that Cone guy, their quarterback, uh, Jack Jack Cone. Yeah. He's not a Cone head. But right. Like C-O-A-N. Yeah. He's been solid. Five touchdowns through five games or four games? I think four games. Yeah, five touchdowns through four games. Not not bad for a Wisconsin because recently it's just been heavy right, run game. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor, who so. dominated Michigan. Taylor was awesome, over two hundred oh, yeah. yards rushing. <sighs> Crazy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I think AP Paul is flawed. So yeah, I don't know what are you gonna do. Uh, I was thinking about this the other week or uh, uh, this weekend. Would it be possible for a three-way tie to happen in the SEC West? I don't think it's like. I don't think it's. I, I don't think it's possible. Pos- I don't think it's possible because Auburn plays Georgia, but but Alabama doesn't. Well, Auburn plays Auburn plays Alabama. Well, they all play each other. No, Alabama doesn't play Georgia. Are you saying? Oh, SEC West. Right. Like, oh, okay. Like in the SEC West, it would not be possible. Because like in the Big Twelve in two thousand. Eleven, um, uh, three-way yeah, tie. Yeah, three-way tie was like TCU, Baylor. No, and it was Texas, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma. Oh, that was that was with Michael Crabtree. Yeah, um, I was thinking about the. That's year when that, the Michael Crabtree catch happened yeah. against Texas. I was thinking about the year that TCU got snubbed. Then in the playoff, yeah. No. Yeah, was that? That was. Uh, that's when Ohio. That when you're talking about that's when Ohio year, State upset uh, Alabama upset and, Bama, and then won against Oregon. Right with Cardell Jones. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Who was their quarterback? TCU. Wasn't Andy Dalton? Dude, no, that was like way. Andy Dalton was like 2010, 2011, right? 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure. No. I'm pretty sure Andy Dalton was 2010 or 11. Really? Am I right? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Really? He led TCU to a win in the 2011 Dang. Rose Bowl. I didn't realize how young he actually was. I mean, he's not well, even. Well, it's not even that young. No, it, it, it seems, seems like, like it's it. young, but it's it almost seems 2020. Like it's young. That's almost nine, nine years. So. It just doesn't seem like the playoff happened three years after Dalton was. Yeah, Andy Dalton's thirty-one. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't think it's possible. I don't think about that. Look at Auburn's schedule. All right, let's see. So Auburn plays Florida this week. Uh, I, I have Auburn winning. You got Auburn winning, I think. Yeah, I got I got Auburn winning. Then we play Arkansas. I got Auburn winning that. Yeah. Then we play LSU. Tough game. I at LSU. I I would pick LSU to win that game. I think. I think I would too. At LSU. Yeah. I think that's gonna be such a good game. I'm not gonna be surprised if we win. But I pick LSU. Okay, I have an interesting question. Yeah. It's, it's regarding the weakness of the ACC this year. Yeah. Bro, I think we have a legit chance to finish for one loss. Yeah, just to, to Alabama. Oh, to Alabama? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think we have a legit chance to finish with one loss. Yeah. Okay, so Wake Forest is the second best team in the ACC right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're 5-0. They're 5-0. They could finish not. They could start out nine and that. That's what. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, is that what you're getting to? This, yeah. this is okay. Their their next four games: Louisville. I'll take them in that. Louisville's two and th- two and two. Yeah. Louisville lost to Florida State. Florida State actually played good that game. Yeah. But then they have to play Florida State. Who Florida State's been hot, kind of in the past two that'd games. That'll be that'll be an interesting game. I think if, but if Wake Forest wins that, then they move on, NC State, who has been not great. Right. And then they got to play Virginia Tech, who Virginia Tech has been very underwhelming this year. Right. If they yeah. start out 9-0, and do they move into the top 10? No. That's what I'm thinking. No. No chance. That's, the, Zero that's such chance. a weak schedule. No, there's no chance. Because they, they, they would have to jump teams like... Texas. Oregon. Penn State, Texas. Yeah. Florida. Okay. Yeah, because their schedule's been weak, and they yeah. haven't been impressive they in their wins. Been top First game, Utah State. They beat them by three points. Yeah. 38-35, to 35, very close game. Then they played Rice, 41-21 to 21 win Wake, or against North Carolina. North Carolina, granted, actually has, has been surprising. They've right. been pretty good. They beat them 24-18. to 18. Played Elon. Obviously, they're going to smack Elon, 49-7. to 7. But then they played Boston College and only win 27-24. to 24. Yeah. So, I mean... If they go undefeated, they're probably top fifteen. Like, what are they right now? Out, nine and zero. They're like twenty-two. I want to say. Yeah, they're twenty-two right now. They'll be top fifteen, I think, just because of in the AP poll at least. Uh, but then they obviously got to play Clemson, and they. I mean, they have a hard They'll, last yeah, three yeah. games for for an ACC team. They got to play Clemson, and then they got to play Duke, who's actually been hot recently. And then they got to play Syracuse, who's not a terrible team, but they right. haven't been good. Yeah, tough scene. Tough scene. The ACC's been so weak this year. Yeah, 
I mean, this is the weakest conference. Weakest Power 5 conference. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's, like, what compared to... Uh, over, overall, it is. But, like, Clemson kind of helps make up for it. No. It, it no. really does. Now the Pac-12, actually, like, overall is a better conference, but they're not going to have anybody make the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, like... The ACC is a group of five conference with Clemson. <laughs> yeah. It used to be – it's it used crazy. To be so good. That's the thing. Like, I mean, everything I just Louisville, tanked. Florida State. Louisville was good. Florida State was good. Syracuse was good for a little bit. Syracuse has been good in the past seven, Yeah, past Syracuse years, was, past was solid. Yeah. And then in the Coastal, you had – Tag. Georgia Tech was good in 2014 when they were with the Orange Bowl. You had Florida – no, Florida State's in the other side. But with Jameis, they were good. And they were good that one year when they beat Michigan with Francois. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but on the coastal side, you had Tech, who was good for a little bit. Had Virginia Tech, who was actually had a, had a pretty good team. And North Carolina with Mitchell Trubisky. And they had – oh, that team was stacked. Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback. You had Elijah Hood. And um, TJ, uh, what was the guy's name? TJ Logan. TJ Logan at running, playing running back, and then you had like Bug Howard and a lot of like oh, Ryan Switzer. Right. A lot of was really Bug Howard good. the tall receiver? Yes. Yeah. He was like a mixed guy, and he was like super tall. He looked like he played tight end. Yeah, I remember watching the game and seeing him and just being like, "Oh my lord!" Uh, he, and he, I think he ended up playing for the Atlanta Legends. Tight oh, yeah. end for the Legends. That's crazy. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, it's just he's tanked. It was. It's bad, and uh, yeah, it's just been upsetting. And Duke was good too for a little bit with Daniel Jones. They had like a solid, like they would go like eight and five and stuff instead of. Bro, listen. Look at this coaches. Listen to the coaches poll: Alabama one, Clemson two, Georgia three, Oklahoma four, um, Ohio State five, <laughs> LSU six, Auburn seven, Florida eight. Wisconsin 9, Notre Dame 10. These coaches are tripping. Yeah, how is... How, okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that about does, yeah. does it for today. That's about it. I guess that about does it. That's, that's, about, about, it. that's about does it. That's about it. That's all we got for today. Hope you all enjoyed that. We'll see you all next time. Peace. <laughs> Thank you.